Hi guys, welcome to the SOS show. I'm your host Suchita and today we're in conversation with Tarini Chawla who joins us from Bangalore. Tarini has been an economic graduate and she has been raised by a single mother who was left by her alcoholic father is what she describes it. And um, she had grown up seeing and dealing with severe depression firsthand. Hence, it was easier for them to identify her symptoms and she classifies it as borderline personality disorder. Let's go and chat with Tarini and let us know more about borderline personality disorder. Hi Tarini, welcome to the SOS show and thank you for joining all the way from Bangalore. Thanks, Suchita. Would you like to define what is borderline personality disorder? Would you like to define it for our audience? Uh, mm. How would you classify borderline personality disorder? Yeah, so basically there are nine symptoms and if you have mm. more than five, then you're classified as a borderline and uh, okay. most of the nine actually resonated with me. Uh, the first mm. one being a very intense fear of abandonment and rejection. So you obviously mm-hmm. don't deal with that very well. The second is chronic feelings of emptiness. Like no matter where you mm. are, what you're doing, you have that emptiness inside you. Then there's obviously mm. self-harm and suicidal thoughts that goes mm. ahead with it. And there's also uh, mood swings, like rapid mood swings mm. in a day. Like it's very similar to mm. bipolar and that's why it's uh, very generally misdiagnosed as bipolar because of the mood swings. Mm-hmm. But uh, for a borderline mm-hmm. personality... The mood swings are very short and in a day, you know, like mm-hmm. I can be triggered by an event and then my mood can go from sad to angry to happy in like just minutes. Mm. Yeah. Whereas in bipolar, it's more like uh, because uh, I have been sort of talking to my friends with bipolar, yeah. there are episodes like yeah, that happen there are phases, over yeah. months. Yeah. yeah. And borderline personality is a personality disorder and bipolar is a mood disorder. So a borderline personality disorder is always affecting your life. Like a bipolar, in those episodes, it's affecting your life, but you are stable. Otherwise, a borderline mm-hmm. personality disorder is always on. It's affecting you all the time. All the time. Yeah. So, uh, Tarini, you have been sort of creating awareness yourself yeah. about uh, mental health. And you have researched a lot yourself yeah. over the years about what is it that you are going through. Yeah. Did you try and understand uh, why did that happen to you? Yeah, I try to understand. Obviously, I've seen a lot of therapists and psychiatrists and they all obviously mm. told me that because my father was an alcoholic and my mother was had gone through depression herself. So I have a predisposition. That's what they call it. Predisposition for both okay. of them. So they always okay. assumed that it was that. So, I mean, I questioned mm. it, obviously, but I didn't question it too mm. much because growing up, my surroundings were not the best of surroundings. I mean, we try to yes. make the best of a situation, but obviously having an absentee father... And a mother who's always busy trying to fend for us is obviously something that yeah. affected me. And sure. I really did not uh, realize it until I started seeking therapy. I always never knew that there are so many things inside of me that bothered me unless I started seeking help and taking therapy. So that was sure. really a big eye opener for me once I started therapies. Mm-hmm. So uh, what was that first symptom just to make our listeners become more aware that pushed you to go and seek therapy. Yeah. So like I told you, my mother was anyways, she, we knew about mental health and that, you know, it exists and issues exist. So obviously I had this breakup and I had this um, exam failure. And so it was next to impossible for me to get out of bed. I was incapable of doing, you know, just regular day things. So that is when the, you know, sign was there for my mom that, you know, this is something that is maybe out of her control. She's not able to Mm. cope. 
So maybe there's something more to it than just, you know, getting yourself up and brushing it off and all of that. So that's mm-hmm. when she told me to seek help. And she's been very supportive. And so has my sister. So it's been a supportive environment for me. So when you uh, came to know about borderline personality disorder yeah. and you discussed it with your friends or your relatives outside your family, yeah. were they aware about it? Uh, no, what was their all. reaction? I was myself not aware okay. about it. I researched about it, like mm. I told you. So they yes. were also not aware. And then uh, a few close friends of mine who were the supportive kinds, when I told them, yeah. they, you know, could relate to the symptoms. And they said that, yes, mm. this makes sense for you. There were obviously some yeah. people who don't really understand mental health completely anyways. And they all just yes. think that depression is something that you can snap out of it by just, you know, yes. thinking positive and willing yourself to think positive. That's obviously sure. not the case. So I obviously encountered those kinds of friends as well. But I try to explain my bit of it to them as long as they are, you know, as much as they can understand. And uh, what was their re- reaction? Were they accepting? What did you think at that point? Most of them were accepting. Some of them were not like I told you, like most mm. of them were. I have a good set of friends and most of them were pretty accepting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the kind of treatment that, uh, you know, you seeked out opposed that? Like we had this discussion in yeah. terms of the neurotic and the psychotic yeah. side of the illness. Would you yeah, like to So like I told you that borderline personality got the name borderline because when they actually discovered the illness, it borders yeah. on both neurosis and psychosis. Neurosis being mm-hmm. the treatable symptoms like stress, depression, anxiety. So a borderline mm-hmm. personality disorder will never have a set of Uh, you know set medication it always depends from person to person what their symptoms Mm. are so they can always treat Mm. the neurotic symptoms but the psychotic symptoms are still not treatable like we discussed yesterday so yeah so they give me uh, medication for depression anxiety and mood regulation but not for that chronic feeling of emptiness or you know sometimes when I disassociate there's nothing for that Mm -hmm. yeah so in terms of not having a treatment for psychosis side, yeah. I have been talking to a lot of people before okay. uh, this podcast. I just I was talking to uh, this gentleman who runs a schizophrenia NGO in Pune. Okay. Do you at any point feel or you have felt uh, that there perhaps has been an inadequate research on mental illness, especially when it comes to psychosis? Yeah. And then we can definitely push ourselves to have more. Uh, on this yeah definitely like I was telling you yesterday you kind of asked me why is there no and I had no answer for it and I am someone who's you know researched about everything and under the sun and so like I told you mental health needs not just research but institutes you know number of institutes should be increased so that the number of people out there are more aware and you know they're more professional we need more professionals on ground and because like I told you, I was misdiagnosed so many times, you know, they all thought it's depression and anxiety and only number of set of number of uh, psychologists and psychiatrists available. Yes. So, yeah, I definitely think there's a very big gap that needs to be filled. Mm-hmm. What are your personal challenges, your daily personal challenges mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, your profession and your relationships personally uh, that you have to fight every day because of borderline personality disorder? Yeah, so like profession, I told you that I was working for a very long time. And then there was just this day that I could not get up and go to work. And I stopped going to work for almost a month. And there was just no reason for it. That chronic feeling of emptiness was so intense 
in those days that I just couldn't get myself to do anything. You know, it's just every day is a struggle because mentally I'm thinking, what is the point of any of it? So that's yes. how, and you know, I could not share it with anyone at work. I had to make up a stupid excuse of why I could not. And so that's mm-hmm. one area where I really believe that corporates need to open up more towards mental health and understanding mental health and accepting mental health. Yes. If we can accept physical illnesses like cancer or someone is going through something serious, you can also accept a severe mental disorder where a person is capable of functioning. But sometimes when you have those sick days, you just can't. And personally, I believe that I've had a lot of unstable relationships before I actually Mm. knew about this. And that's one of the main uh, criteria for borderline personality as well, like unstable relationships, because you react so much to a situation and and your reaction is multiplied than a normal person. So, yeah, I've had a lot of boyfriends and a lot of breakups and I've not dealt with them very well. I've taken a Mm. long time to get over them I'm finally in a good relationship where my partner Mm. understands what I'm going through and is very supportive like I was telling you I'm Mm. in a very supportive environment (laughs) so that's why but yeah it's a struggle I have to sometimes now that I'm aware of it I do make Mm. the effort of trying to understand that yes obviously he is supportive but I need to be supportive of my partner as well you know like I need to understand that, okay, sometimes I can make the effort of trying to, you know, push through my illness and being, you know, as less reactive as I can be. Lovely. So two things out of the uh, conversation we just had. One, having a partner with mental illness. Did you guys talk about it? Did you tell him very openly about what we were going through? What was the conversation? Yeah, so my partner, I met him and somehow we clicked it off and... uh, I told him immediately, like we were just having a conversation and I showed him my scars of self-harm and, you know, I told him that this is what I went through and I'm going through. So this was before Mm -hmm. I was diagnosed with personality disorder and this was at the time when I thought it was just depression. So he was very supportive. He would, you know, drop me to therapy, pick me up and, you know, talk about it. And after being diagnosed he's been super helpful he you know reminds me to take my meds and you know everything so yeah it's it's mm-hmm. it was just very organic and came naturally to me because I'm anyways someone who's always talked about the not so talked about topic like I always bring it up yes. like I told you my mother's also divorced so all my life I have been an advocate for someone you know single parents because that's a topic that people don't like touching I like touching those topics that people get you know uncomfortable with I love doing that because you need to talk otherwise it will never get out of you know that untouchability area absolutely so just uh, going to your relationship again what are the challenges you personally face uh, you know uh, handling a relationship while you're going through your own uh, yeah I, I believe I tend to be very selfish because okay. I kind of put my needs over the others you know mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. something I have to obviously that is a struggle for me because I know that it's not fair to put my yes. needs over the others so you know that's something I struggle with every day you know yeah. just not with my relationship with my partner but you know with my mother or my sister as well you know to put sure. their needs over mine as well but obviously it's a struggle because you know I need to put my needs first as well you know because I am struggling with something every day that's something they don't understand no matter how much they say that they understand there is no way that they can understand hmm. yeah any other challenge that you face in a relationship I guess not 
like it's just the daily reactions like i told you just you know like controlling my emotions and you know i don't control them as much but yeah what do you do when there are those everyday triggers how do you handle yourself and how does your partner help you handling you yeah so like there are two kinds of triggers like you know one is where i'm going into a depression sort of a thing that i shell my yeah. you know go into a shell those other yeah. times when my partner helps push me out of it he takes me around he like i'm his little puppy i'll he he'll you know actually tell me no you have to get up you have to get dressed you have to come with me and you know he'll drag me around wherever he's going and then there are those angry episodes as well where we do just lash out completely but i guess that those episodes tend to be a little bad so we're trying to control those and just the happy right. ones are also there it's, it's like they're happy triggers as well so those are obviously yeah. we celebrate those a lot yeah right okay um have you just focused on taking the medication which is like al- we discussed as allopathy or do you think there are alternate ways to cope up with borderline disorder yeah so i mean um, textbook wise i think everyone would say therapy is the dialectal behavior therapy is the best way to cope because they teach you skills of how to mm. cope with these everyday triggers and manage these everyday triggers and manage your mm. life so therapy is a mm. big support system and a way to learn those skills and you know and not just the dialectal behavior therapy i think support psychotherapy also for me as well helped me in that phase where i was very suicidal and you know going through self harm support psychotherapy was something that really helped me and you know i would not do anything for that one year but every week for that one appointment of my therapy i would be there on time no matter what yeah mm. so therapy is definitely yeah definitely one of the answers tanini tell me at what point did you tell your office Uh, at what point did you quit your job or tell your office that I, you will not continue? I told them about a year and a half into the job. Did you tell them your uh, problems? No, that's no, that's what I just couldn't tell. That's what it was very hard. Like even though my company is a very employee-friendly company, and they were all very concerned as to what I'm going through because I obviously mm. told them that I had a family problem and you know some men- like not mental health, physical health issue going on in the family. Yeah. So yeah, I really wanted to tell my manager that please you know help me. I don't really want to quit. I just need some time and you know maybe some help as well. But I just couldn't because there's just this fear in me that they will think that I'm not capable of doing my job. That which is not correct. Mm. We have all studied the same amount that the other people have. We've all had the same number of experiences. Just because mm. that fear is there that someone will think that I'm not mentally capable of doing the job, which is not correct. You know. Yeah. So that is one piece that the open up to mental health yeah. acceptance. Yeah. 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 Do you intend to sort of are you applying for the jobs next? Your next I, phase of jobs? I have applied, yeah, but I'm also mm-hmm. thinking of doing something in this mental health awareness area because it's really triggered my life and it's really given me a purpose that you know this needs to be done and someone needs to do it and especially the corporate mm-hmm. piece I'm trying to get that into picture as well. So I'm applying and I'm How, doing both. Do you have any suggestions in terms of what all the corporates can do to make it more mental health friendly? Yeah, I think first piece would be manager training especially to identify triggers, you know, and especially mm-hmm. someone going through a depression or self-harm it's pretty evident, you know. Like I have self-harm scars that people just 
tend to either you know go unnoticed or they make fun of it which is not yeah. really nice so that needs yeah. to be curtailed and manager leadership training is something that helps and not just that you know like everyone every employee should get training on how to you know cope and deal with mental health that's lovely yeah yeah absolutely do you have any suggestions in terms of how can we improve uh, the lack in infrastructure uh, in mental health in our country how do we work around that i guess there needs to be more money in mental health i think the biggest problem mm. is that no one's ready to fund a mental health institute or you know fund mm. a um you know rehab center or something like that it's mm. all very expensive mm. right now you need to pump in the money and you know make it available to grassroots level and there needs to be infrastructure from the government side or the private sector you know mm. someone needs mm. to make the effort mm. and if we have to take this to the government uh, this message to the government yeah. uh do you want to frame something for them as going through it yourself yeah as in i don't know if you know but the mental health care act it recently came out in 2017 yes. we just and we just were talking about that yes yeah so they have come up with the act but the implementation is still not in place so yes. the government i would suggest the government that just coming up with an act is not part of your job done you've not done the job complete you have to make sure that it's mm. implemented by the private sector especially the insurance piece that they're talking about that you know mental health coverage will be there in insurance they need to definitely you know implement that so that mm. is my message yeah, to the government yeah that's a lovely point and how do we work towards removing the stigma on mental health talk about it <laughs> mm. i i mean I believe it's everyone's choice. You were talking about your blog yesterday and how yeah. you were getting more involved about it. Yeah. yeah, so let's talk about it. I'm talking about it. Writing has helped me. I've started my own blog and a travel account. Yes, yeah. So um, I write about it and I've joined some other blogs as well. I've written, um, you know, articles on self-harm, depression, suicidal thoughts that I've had. And I personally believe I've written them beautifully. I never thought mm-hmm. I was capable of that kind of creativity. But I yes. guess sometimes when you are passionate about something, it comes in automatically. So yeah, I really believe that we just need to talk about it and read about it and try to understand. Everyone needs to know that mental health exists. If you can read about cancer and you know, if someone in your family has cancer, you can read about it and do research. So if someone in your family has mental health issues, read about it, you know. Try and understand what the person is going through, you know. And maybe be more empathetic and sympathetic towards that person than, you know, not judge them or be cruel to them that oh you know you're weak and you're you know not up to the challenge or something you know it's a different mm-hmm. ball game for someone with a mental health so there's no comparison absolutely. at all absolutely uh, you know what tarini i have been feeling with all these podcast conversations one thing that's lacking is communities so remember i mentioned to you yesterday that this guy from pune who tried to connect to us and say that yes. if i need some support like yes. you know he did not want a he did not want a medical support he wanted to go somewhere talk, like yeah. a, you know a community yeah. where you can hold someone's hand and you know just yeah. talk you know yeah. uh because you are already working in the space you know do how can we build such communities do you think you know you would like to also be a part of it yeah sure like like mm. i was just talking to my partner also like you know you have yes. alcoholics anonymous you know people can talk and it's like a group therapy sort of a thing you know there's no mm. therapist involved or psychiatrist involved it's just people talking to people so there is yeah. emotions anonymous and you know other things 
not in india everywhere else but not in india so i think we need mm. to build that infrastructure as well of you know building communities and not just that i feel even online now because everything has become so online now and like when mm. i was going through it i would google it right i would google suicide and the first thing that mm. would pop up would be some you know robotic message of how i'm here and we're here and you can call this helpline so you know we know that it's not really a personal message it's a worldwide message but that's why i want my blog to be up there you know to show someone who's going through it that you're not alone i'm here you can talk to me so that's my aim also with the blog to you know create an online community as well that you can share your thoughts anonymously or if you want to be not anonymous you can you know openly share about it so there are two ways of going about it like offline and online and would you like to share the name of your blog if somebody wants to connect from yes. in bangalore or hmm. yeah so the name of my blog is the travel doddle it actually mm-hmm. started with my travel abroad i quit my job and i was traveling to vietnam and thailand and that's when i really realized that i need help because i was in such a beautiful place with beautiful people and i still was unhappy and i would cry every day and it was just so hard but it helped me realize that there is something you know wrong inside me that i need to you know the imbalance that is in my brain i need to get it checked and so yeah the name of my blog is the traveldoddle.com and it's uh, the blog is upcoming but you can definitely contact me on instagram and the mm-hmm. doddle is spelled as d a w d l e i hope you'll send a link to it on your yeah yes we'll do that yeah i mean i hope that you know we can also help build communities in different cities and states where you know somebody can sort of just call and reach out to people and not to any medical organization yes, i think that yes. community building is so just important. call maybe just go and see how it feels like to listen to someone else talking about theirs you know like that's how alcoholic yes. anonymous works sometimes you don't have to share you can just listen to people and you can connect to them that okay you know there are other people feeling the same way like i really want to go to a group and not feel like i'm the only one you know i want to feel like i'm part of a herd that we you know we are strong we can be together and go get through it together you know help each other out lovely lovely tarani great conversation thank you for your time do you thank have any you parting so words for having me no i would just like to say that you know i've always wanted to talk about mental health or any kind of a stigmatized topic it's because i feel like yeah. if i can share my story and give someone else the strength to share theirs even if it's just one person i, I think i have done my job well absolutely yeah. sure thank you tarani for your time thank you for joining all the way from bangalore thank you so much i mean all the best going forward for your agenda <laughs> i hope you yes. get some change done <laughs> yes Borderline personality disorder versus bipolar there's a huge difference one being that borderline personality disorder is something that's an everyday event and can be triggered by anything that's happening around so i hope you guys had enough information about borderline personality disorder and um, if there's any story that you would like to share that's it for today's episode we'll be back next week meanwhile send us your feedback on twitter using hashtag #thiswishshow you can leave us a review rating on apple podcast and make sure you subscribe to our show on various platforms including sawan spotify itunes google podcasts etc please do connect to us on our social media handles linkedin twitter facebook